What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Draft Eligible. It has been a while since we did our last episode. We've all had stuff going on in our own personal lives, but we've uh, finally come back together and, and um, getting ready to take on another episode. And um, this is JJ speaking, but we also have Frank. What's going on, Frank? Sirs, welcome back. Good to be back. Good to feel like I'm part of the real world again. Yes. <laughs> and we also got Dylan. How's it going, hey. Dylan? How's it going? What's up? Good, good. So uh, we have an interesting topic uh, for our episode today, and this is uh, have to do with cover songs. Um, and um, I, I know when I was thinking about this, um, it, it, I think we've explained it before is we've we've been in a band together and we've covered a uh, numerous am- amount of songs um but uh you know obviously you know legit <laughs> signed bands out there um cover other uh band songs and thought it was interesting to put together a list and see what our favorites were so uh guys have any initial thoughts before we dive into this yeah, number one, how dare you say legit bands like Death the Superstars are not a legit <laughs> band? Shame on you. Yeah, man. My bad. <laughs> bands that make significant amounts of money. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We made like $22. It was cool. Yeah, Um, no, this is this is something exciting, right? It, we we picked this topic and I think we said it beforehand. We're like, oh, this this will be easy. And then like you start thinking about like what's a cover or what's a good cover and what's a cover that sticks in your head and what makes a good cover? Is it just a band that plays it the same exact way? Like for anybody who picks Toto's uh, Africa, but the Weezer version, like you're immediately out of the podcast. (laughs) You've been voted off the Island. So yeah, we are no longer friends. (laughs) Friends will be, friendship will be terminated. If if the podcast ends abruptly, it's because somebody picked that. So (laughs) that's, that is definitely where my head lies. It was, it was a lot of fun coming up with this list. It was definitely a challenge for me, but so what about you? Yeah, I mean, same thing. It's like, like you said, you, there's so many directions a band can go with a cover. They can like try to make it sound exactly like the song. They can, you know, make it their own. You know, both both can be cool. And then also like kind of thinking it over, like I didn't want to pick too many songs that were like technic. There, there's songs that are technically covers. You know what I mean? But it's like when when you hear that song, you think of that of that one artist. Like, it, yes, they were covering somebody, but like no one you know thinks like some no-name person when like Jimi hendrix was the person who like <laughs> who played it they're like oh that, i didn't even know that was a cover song like so i didn't want to pick songs that like technically were covers but you know really we all know the cover version of it as like the mainstream one so we'll challenge Yes. So uh, again, we're going to draft our favorite cover songs. Uh, we did a random um spin of the wheel to see who's going to go first so oh, yours truly will be going first and i have already forgotten who's going second i am <laughs> all right Dylan, no. so Dylan will be going second and frank is in the caboose bringing up the rear will go third so um all right so let's let's get into this uh favorite cover songs um i really didn't want to go first because there's there's two that i was really battling between which one um is my favorite and i'm gonna go a which just seems crazy when I say old school. Um, I am going to take with the number one overall pick. I'm going to take "Sweet Dreams," uh, covered by Marilyn Manson, uh, who was orig- it was originally written by the Eurythmics. And um, I, I really, I think, unless I'm mistaken here, "Sweet Dreams" is really Marilyn Manson's first big song. I mean, that's that's what made yeah. him, you know, 
get you know put on the radio and have people kind of fall in love with them and i i just love it's such a, like a different rendition of you know you hear the original it's like a very upbeat and then you hear marilyn manson's version and it's just it's a totally different tone to it it's a, it's a lot darker um but i think he did a really good job with it and i mean i, I love listening to the song till this day i'm not i'm not a huge marilyn manson fan but that specific song um really does it for me Yeah, I was going to say that that's a, that's a good choice. I, the, my my the part I've been looking forward to most here is that I feel like I was going to hear some things that I didn't come to my mind right away, right? And that's that's a really good one where uh, Marilyn Manson, the artist, not a huge fan of, but that cover uh, was so well done uh, mm-hmm. that it, it just it, it sticks in your head. And I, I like a cover when you can almost attribute it more um to the, the the artist that's covering it because they did such a good job of changing it and making it their own song that you're like oh yeah i guess that was a, a song that was done before um but it, it, you just think of their version first and and that's definitely one of those times where i would say that yeah i mean yeah i agree with you frank like i mean it's 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 familiar enough that you know what that song is but it's not you know an exact replica of the original song and it's and it is one of those things where it's like it, it, they didn't pick he it wasn't like a you know a obscure B side of some album or something like it was a big song in its own uh, when it first came out originally and then it kind of got re you know brought back up um, and it was sort of like I don't want to say like his claim to fame like I'm, Marilyn Manson has a good career but it was sort of like his his coming out song that like really went mainstream like it was around before that but that was like all over MTV, all over the radio when we were growing up. Um, and I don't, I don't think like anybody hated it. You know what I mean? Like, even if like you said, I wasn't a big Marilyn Manson fan, Frank, you weren't, but like, it was a good song. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, everyone, everyone liked it. You know I mean? Everyone thought it was cool. So that's uh that's quite an accomplishment with a cover song. Yep. Not, not often you can make people uh, bond over Marilyn Manson. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a group that you want to be a part of. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, D, what do you got for uh, number two? All right. Uh, for number two, I, I don't have them out in any particular order. Uh, but, um, and I'm, I'm actually like, even during this episode, I'm thinking of things while people, while, while you mention yours. Uh, but I'll take one that I feel like might come off the board quickly. Um, but it's uh, Alien Ant Farms cover <sighs> True Criminal. Oh. I had that, that on my number list. Number one on my list. Yeah. I had that on my list. <laughs> I mean, I figured, like, like I said, mine aren't in a particular order, uh, but uh, you know, I figured this one's not going to come back around to me. Uh, but just like it's such a good cover song, like I think it's so, like, so identifiable to the to the original, yet still different. They do like little, like, like little Michael Jackson like callouts in the middle of the song. Um, you know, I mean, and then, I mean, I know it's not technically part of the song, but like the music video was like a big part of like tying it all in where they like had all these kind of like versions of Michael Jackson videos in their video. Um, and again, like kind of like, I mean, Alien Farm's not Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson was obviously much bigger, but kind of like that, that was like their first, like first most recognizable song. Uh, and they're kind of like burst onto the scene. Uh, I just think it's a really well done song. Uh, I think it's like, 
something that a lot of people wouldn't take from like you know michael jackson to like rock uh and they were able to do it as good as that i i mean i i can't imagine someone covering like doing that cover better um you know or anything i would do differently in and in covering that song i thought it was just really cool really cool cover Yeah. Yeah. Again, you, you mentioned, you, you know, the uniqueness of it. And the one thing I'd say is that was a song that I heard the cover before I ever heard the original. I, I never attributed the original. I, I didn't know the original until I heard the cover, um, but immediately found out, oh, it's a cover song. But it, it's one of the things that made me really enjoy that band. And, and it brought them out on the scene and, and to watch them take it. And, and the style of band they were was not like a pop kind of band. So they, they took something that was way to, to, to have the confidence to sing anything from Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, it's, it's pretty strong. So for somebody to, to, to pick it and, and play it and play it really well, in my mind, a huge win. Like I said, I think we all kind of groaned when you picked it, but that was definitely, that was coming off my list first. So uh, that is a, a supreme choice, a, a great choice, I would say. Yeah. And just to kind of piggyback off what you guys were saying, um, I think when a band covers a song that is so popular and, you know, something like Smooth Criminal and, and somebody ha has to ask you, are you talking about the Michael Jackson version or the Alien Ant Farm version? Yeah. Whereas something like Sweet Dreams, a lot of people don't know who the Eurythmics are, right? Like, but people know Marilyn Manson. They attribute Sweet Dreams to Marilyn Manson, even though it's not his, originally his song. Mm -hmm. But when you actually have to ask that question, I think that cover band does a really great job because that, you know, Michael Jackson's, you know, probably one of the most if not the most iconic music yeah. figures ever and when you're in that same conversation for that specific song i mean that says something yeah it's definitely taking a chance it's like when someone goes on american idol and they're like i'm gonna cover whitney houston and you're like Ooh, like <laughs> like, really so go on. like even, even if you sound amazing you're gonna sound like crap right now yeah. like <laughs> That's why you stick to covering Nickelback when you when you go on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, I'm up, I'm up next here. Uh, back to back picks. Uh, so the first pick I have is, is Real Big Fish and Take On Me, originally done by Aha. One of those uh, iconic videos from your childhood, right? I almost like the video more than I cared about the song. I, you know, it's just such a cool video, and it's been spoofed and and played. But to hear a ska band, and, and at the time I really didn't know a ton of ska bands that just what they did was cover songs and make them, take them and play them with horns. And all of a sudden it was something, you know, totally unique and different. But that, that song immediately stuck out in my head when I was creating this list as a, a fun song. They, they took a song, uh, managed to take it from this serious tone to an upbeat tone and, and make it exciting and, and change it in a way that you wanted to dance to in, in like a, like a happy tone is not instead of like this oh, it's slow like you know let's let's have a nice little slow dance to this song and, and enjoy each other's company like let's you know real big fish comes on and they're blasting out trumpets and trombones and you're like let's go <laughs> let's go kick each other as we dance this song. That, yeah, no, that's can, my first selection yeah i could definitely agree with the the, the original video <laughs> i mean i think that's <laughs> again top 10 of, of, of videos when you think about uh, music videos but i i agree i mean they they you know, I was thinking about that song. I think it just fell out of my, of my um, big board. But, I, you know, they it is that type of song, yeah, where you can just get up and just kind of go crazy with it, right? It's not just kind of some somber music or it's just some 
you know another rendition of the, of the original uh, they just they took it and put it their own their own tone on it right and it just it made it like you said it made it fun yeah i mean it's it, it's like uh scobians have like a good way of like recognizing songs that like no one who's not in a ska band would think would work in a ska band, <laughs> but then it like works really, really well. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, like all, like the trumpets and everything, like it, there's a, there is a spot. They didn't force it in there. It wasn't like, Oh, like how are we going to fit trumpets into the song? Like it had a defined purpose to it. You just like never would have picked that out. And been like, I bet a ska band could cover this song. <laughs> So like that's what I like so much about it. And then like you said, JJ, like the music video and it like it it was on the basketball soundtrack. So like that was like it had like it kind of had a whole thing going along with it was like kind of like a package deal at the time. Um so yeah, so so I didn't think of that song, but that's definitely a solid pick. Yeah, that that one just immediately to me, I was like, what is a fun cover song? And right after Smooth Criminal was was take on me. Yeah. Uh, second pick is going to go in a totally wild different direction but that that's what this is all about and uh i'm going to go uh with the the rap rock scene here and i'm going to go with faith with limp biscuit the original was by george michael oh yeah uh, <laughs> and and i picked this song not not necessarily because of my love for this song but i love that this is the song that i kind of attribute listening to rap rock to and i don't know whether you know old frank should be happy that young frank got into rap rock or not but this this song here it was like who is limp biscuit i want to know more i want to know more about this genre how did they take faith and turn it into this song that you wanted to like mosh with your friends and uh this fred durst guy's pretty cool and it took a couple years to realize maybe not so much but (laughs) (laughs) but that song stands out to me as um another band that just took something that was stood for something so much more and almost simplified it down but re re they showed this this song to a new generation and got a new generation into the song because of the way that they they portrayed it and and i will always remember this song uh maybe like i said maybe not limp biscuit for for better or worse but but their cover of the song definitely getting me into that made it an easy choice on my list yeah i can i mean that's that's a good it's a good cover song it's it's again like one of those songs that you don't you wouldn't pick out for like a rap rock. And I mean, like kind of on the heavier side of rap rock too. Like they weren't like 311 or something like, you know what I mean? They're on the heavier side. There was some screaming. There was some stuff thrown into that song that like you never would have listened to the George Michael version of it. But like, yeah, like this would totally translate to like a heavy band uh, covering. So, and it definitely was like a, is a very like limp biscuit thing to do. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, you know, it was just kind of like arrogant, like we're going to cover the song our own way. And like, you could tell Fred Durst just thought it was like the greatest thing ever. Um, and I'm, I remember being like all over like the MTV spring breaks, like they played MTV spring break. And it's just like, I feel like they played it like 17 times, like live. <laughs> like, I don't even know why, but um, yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good fun cover song. It, yeah. it definitely get, made them a, uh a hefty chunk of money and also hopefully made george michael a hefty chunk of money yeah i'm sure yeah i'm sure he went to the bank at that and and it's another it's another band which that was like their first song that was like their first song like the hey mm-hmm. we're limp biscuit 
here's faith and it's a cover song i mean we already named a couple of already yeah and that's just another band who used a cover song to get big so i don't know maybe we're on a trend but uh <laughs> um I, I you know with that song the one my favorite part of that song if, hopefully i'm not getting them confused here is when they did like the turntable breakdown mm-hmm. to it kind of like mid- midway through and just yeah. again you know since i was a dj in our group like i i could kind of relate to that um and i thought that was pretty cool so but it definitely definitely a good cover yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what I will say though, if you, if you go back and you pull out that CD uh, for those of you that have that CD or you go on Spotify or iTunes or whatever it is, and, and you're like, let me, let me give this a chance. It doesn't really hold up. The song holds up itself, but the CD yeah. and the genre, not, 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 not the most long lasting. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, Limp, like for some reason, Limp Biscuit will come up like, so like I'll go into like Apple music and it'll be like suggested, suggested music or whatever. And I'm like almost insulted that it like it, it's like it's like Limp Biscuit, but then I'm like two minutes later I'm like rocking out to Limp Biscuit, <laughs> like in algorithms, you know. Better yeah. Damn you, iPhone, for, for knowing knowing me better than I know myself. Oh, chocolate starfish. <laughs> Damn you. Oh, Dylan, you are you are back up uh, on the board here. What's it your second pick? Tough. Like. I- I, I like how before we started recording, I was like, this is really hard. And then I've like just accumulated a list as we've been talking. Um, I'll go with this one. Um, it's a good, it's, it is a very good cover song. I really do like it, but it's like a, like a personal connection type song and actually a personal connection to everybody in this podcast. I, I believe when, once I kind of say it, but um, uh, red hot chili peppers love roller coaster. Just like a fun, like talk about fun songs. Like that song is like pure fun. Like, and I liked it at the time because it was like, it was a song that like, it was like a song, like the original was like a song, like my parents like grew up and heard and listened to. And then like, it comes along and there's like, you know, two generations later, they're covering it. And like, we like it. So it's kind of cool in that sense that like, it spans so many years of people that recognize that song. It was similar enough that it wasn't like they just took the song and like made it something completely different, but it was also like definitely like the Red Hot Chili Peppers took it and put their own twist on it. Um, and I mean, you guys remember like we would, our Death to Superstars would cover Love Roller Coaster. Frank, you remember? JJ, you remember? We would just like, <laughs> at our concerts, we would literally start like a, a person roller coaster through the crowd. Everyone's just holding on to everyone's shoulders and going through the crowd, circling through the building. That was always like a really cool moment. It was like you got off the stage and you got to walk around and everything. So it definitely has a definitely has a personal connection on top of it just being a, a really cool song that yep. kind of like I said encapsulates so like multiple generations uh, of people like know that song and love that song. So. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Love Roller Coaster, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, with that, um, and as you were saying, because it's it was a much older song than when you know Red Hot Chili Peppers covered it. Um, I, I'm not saying this particular song, but when bands do that and they and they and they pick songs like decades before, it's kind of cool. Um, in the fact that hey, we're, we're either modernizing it or we're putting our own spin on it, but at the same time maybe it does invite people to go back and, and really check out where music came from and, and, you know, 20, 30, 40 years or whatever the case is like, oh, I wonder what the original sounds like. And 
you know, maybe they like the original and then they start listening to more things. So it, it kind of brings a history out of it too, which I think mm -hmm. is cool uh, when you do songs like that. Um, and hopefully it gets people like learning more about, you know, where songs came from or, or some of the bands or the songs that your favorite bands like, and then really figure out where they kind of got their own um, musical likings from them. So I, th yeah, I thought that absolutely. was cool. But yeah, I def definitely love when we covered Love Roller Coaster. <laughs> everybody, everybody got into it for sure. I was gonna say that was one of the, the few songs that I felt comfortable singing because it was such like a fun, happy, goofy song that yeah, uh, you 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 know you really couldn't mess it up in a lot of ways because people were going to have so much fun during it that if you did mess up something, it wasn't like people were totally focused on every note that you were doing or every pitch that you were singing in because the song just had like that happy, fun tone to it. And yeah, we definitely uh, used it as a band. It's it's funny you mentioned that because that was. I, Red Hot Chili Peppers are on my list for a different song, but I went back and forth with do I put that song or another song on there? Mm -hmm. And uh, Love Roller Coaster is it's it's the perfect kind of cover. And and I and, you know hopefully other people on here as well. The the initial time I heard that was on the Beavis and Butthead Do America movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Great song? movie. <laughs> yeah, great movie. And you know back when buying CDs were cool, like I I had that soundtrack, and that was like one of like the four songs because you know when you buy a soundtrack, you think it's gonna be great and yeah you like like two songs off of it <laughs> tracks uh, two, seven, like, four nine <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> uh, you know so that was that was it so it, it's definitely one of those songs that i would recommend to anybody if they were looking for like you know what's this like a a song you want to play at a party where you want your friends to like bob their head dance or or, or be energized by like you would pick that song yeah absolutely sure jj I got the back to back. So back -back. this one, this, yeah, you guys did not pick my other one that I was, you know, beating myself up if I was going to pick sweet dreams of this one. Um, but I'm going to go with zombie by bad wolves. Um, another song that a band kind of made it big because, you know, cover song that they uh, first kind of debuted on the radio. Uh, I love the cranberries version. I mean, it, you know, I, I use this, um, kind of as a descriptor on how I like music. And I think you guys do pretty much the same and some others do. Uh, when you get those goosebumps, when you listen to a song, you know it's good. It hits you in some fashion, right? And the Cranberries, the Cranberries version does that to me. And the Bad Wolves version does that for me too. I, I love this song. I think they did um, an awesome job. I think they hit it out of the park with it. Um, they, they obviously put a little bit of modern lyrics to it. Um, and... Um, you know, for those that don't actually know the history of that song is they were supposed to have the Cranberries lead singer sing kind of like backup vocals hmm. uh, to their version. And then she died like it was the day of or the day before Damn. she was supposed to go in the studio. So what Bad Wolves did was um, took like the proceeds of that song or their record and donated it towards her children, which I thought was hmm. awesome. Um, so it has a really good story to it uh, when you know the whole thing. But um, I love the song so much i think again i think they did a great job with it yeah i think like uh i mean like i don't know someone will probably fight me on this like i don't think of necessarily they could be in the rock and roll hall of fame but i but like I, to me i don't think of like the cranberries as necessarily like all that iconic but i think of that song is like an iconic song like it doesn't matter what that that could have been like their only hit ever i know they had other songs that were on the radio but like that could have been their one hit and they it would have been one of those songs that like lived on for years and years and years and years like you know decades after they were gone 
And it's just, uh, it's it definitely an iconic song. And one that, again, like, I mean, we're in that, we are in that age range where we remember Cranberries. But, like, there is, like, two, like, there's, like, millennial, like, you know, all those names that, like, do not know what the hell the Cranberries are. So, like, JJ's point with uh, with Love Roller Coaster, it's, like, maybe they'll go back and they'll listen to cranberries and you know, they'll, they'll fall in love with that or they'll at least find some music there that they're like, Oh, I like this song too. I like that song too. Um, Cause there is, there's a couple generations beyond cranberries now um, that get to like experience that and get to be drawn into that by, by a, a band, you know, coming out now and covering it, even if they do put their own twist on it. Um, and I didn't know the story behind it uh, with, uh, with the singer and everything. That's pretty cool as well. Yeah, this is this is one of those covers that that JJ introduced to me when we were working. It, you know, we'd go back and forth and send each other songs throughout the day, and it was like, hey, check out this song. And, and listening to it, I was like, this is just a like, it is a smooth cover. It, it's it's really well done, uh, well produced, and, and just well, you know, it's you you listen to it and you're just like, that did the original justice. Like, you know, it it it's 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 it sounds to me like they could have created that song on their own and done their own special take on it. And, you know, zombie is definitely that song that I associate with the cranberries. Like, you know, the cranberries themselves, not, not the hugest fans of, but that song mm-hmm. from being a kid, like what kid wasn't in the car, like begging their parents to turn that song up a little louder so they could scream zombie over and over again. And then your parents like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. You turned on <laughs> DC one-on-one. You were going to hear that. Song. Okay. <laughs> that song, no matter, no matter when it came out, like I think many still, years if you later. turn on DC 101, you were still going to hear that song <laughs> to this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all it's right, good- so for my, my last one, uh, this is a big personal one of mine. Um, originally a David Bowie song, uh, Man Who Sold the World, covered by Nirvana. Um, this song uh, was probably one of the first ones that actually got me into music. Um, and it was the first CD um, I ever got so um, and I, I know I'm not as big into music as I was you know when we were in a band you know probably my teen years and my early 20s uh, obviously I still listen to music like everybody else does in this world um, but this this song um, I mean I think number one I think Nirvana did a great job covering it um, but it really got me into music and wanting to play music um, for the time that I did so definitely um, a, a big uh, personal one, personal favorite of mine. It's and again another one I still like to listen to a lot to this day. Um, so I think it's one of those ones you kind of crank up a little bit, you sing with it. Um, but uh, that will be my last pick, "Man Who Sold the World." That, that's a that's a good one, and, and that was another one of the ones when I was creating this list I looked at and almost forgot that it was a cover song, right? Like didn't really remember that that it was a David Bowie song originally, and it. I, I remember this song because it was, uh, you know, when I was learning to play guitar, it was one of the first songs in one of those books. It's like how to learn how to play guitar. And, and, you know, I just remember the opening riff and, and it's a song that, you know, when you, when you, when you listen to Nirvana, there's so much angst, right. Um, you know, there's a, there's a couple of things, a couple of songs later on in my list that I, I, I probably won't pick on my pick, but there, there's a couple of covers of Nirvana. And, and what I always love about it is they take these angsty songs and turn them, uh, mellow or they 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 chill them and, and relax them a little bit but i felt like nirvana did this song justice by not mixing it so 
smells like teen spirit style. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, and you got to see this different side of, of Kurt Cobain and, and really see how he, he could, you know, wasn't just like a one kind of trick, just yelling into a microphone. Like he could sing and he could, he could do different levels. And that band was so much more talented than maybe you would think by listening to some of their, their original singles. So that's a, a really, a really solid and, and just great choice. Yeah, I remember hearing stories of like how MTV was like super pissed off that like Nirvana showed up and they just like they kept they kept telling them to play more songs like of their own. And he like it was like it was basically Kurt Cobain's like middle finger to MTV where he's like, I'm going to come in here and play like a whole bunch of songs that like you don't even know. Like you thought I was going to come in here and play Spells Like Teen Spirit. Nope, I'm just going to cover songs that I like that are like obscure and screw you and like screw mtv like i don't have to do this right um so that's kind of cool also like if you think of like the effect like the 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 nirvana unplugged is like is like legendary album like i mean like at least one of the most legendary live albums you can make an argument legendary album ever like that like set the bar when you think of unplugged you think of that like the first band you're going to think of is nirvana lots of other bands did it and lots of other bands did it very very well alice in chains pearl jam like they all did really really good sets but like still nirvana was like you're going to think of nirvana automatically and, you're, and that was like that was almost like the single off of that album was that song so it's just like such a massive massive song that like you don't i don't think we think of as a massive song but um yeah, I mean, for it to be like a cover of like something that I, I mean, I went into it. I wasn't a David Bowie fan or anything. I had no idea it was even a cover. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just thought it was a Nirvana song that maybe they were playing for the first time or something. You know what I mean? So definitely introduce the world to or introduce some of us that you know may, may have not been as familiar with David Bowie's music uh, or that particular song to them. And it was like Frank said, just very not what you expected out of Nirvana, let alone out of a cover of David Bowie. You didn't expect Nirvana to come up there and sound like that. Um, and they pulled it off so well. So yeah, just a, just an awesome song. Yep. I agree. D, your last pick. Yeah, my last pick. Damn, man. I, I got so many. I have so many things to choose from. Um, let's see. What would I go with? I think I'm going to go with um, many to pick from, but I think I'm going to go with uh, Maggie's Farm by Rage Against the Machine. Um, it's uh, it's it's it, I, the first time I heard it actually, or the first time I really recognized it was it's at the end of uh, Other Guys, like during the credits, it plays, and I was like, it sounds like Rage Against the Machine, and I you know found found that song, and it's just like taking a um, why am I blanking on the name of, of who, who was a cover of? Quick Google Bob, it. <laughs> taking a Bob Dylan song, right? So taking a Bob Dylan song and again, like no one's going to be like listening to Bob Dylan and be like, I bet, you know, I bet this would translate well into Rage Against the Machine. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But they like took it and it's like completely rageified. And like Tom Morello took it and was like, I can take this song and like, you're going to know this is Tom Morello. Uh, and it's just kind of a, a really cool twist on, on that song um, that, I, that I just, I, I work out to it a lot. I, you know, I just enjoy that song a lot. 
I admit, I don't, I'm not sure what the song is. I mean, I might know it when I hear it, um, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to, uh, after this, I'm going to have to listen to it. And It's a uh, little obscure. I don't even know if it was on the radio or anything like that, no. but um, yeah, it was on, it was on there. It was on like the Raging Machine covers album that they did. Yeah. The one thing I would say about it is in Raging Machine in general is they have such a, a great way of taking anything and making it their own sound. And then, yeah. you know, they they cover like stuff like Bruce Springsteen, and you're like, what the yeah. hell are you doing covering Bruce Springsteen, right? And, and then you listen to it, and you're like, oh shit, that's really good. And then you know they yeah. cover Cypress Hill, and you're like, okay, that's kind of your style, but like, how did you make me like this song better than Cypress Hill did, right? So, Raging with the Machine is just so perfect at saying like, I like the song, and typically when they pick songs to it, it has some kind of meaning behind it. It's not just like, yeah. oh, we think this is a cool beat. Like, let's do it. You know, like it has some kind of meaning, and and they always, you know, that cover album had a ton of things that were, you know, I want to say they they cover, you know, like some of the things they cover on there are just uh, strong political statements because of course, yeah, can't not be political, but like, you know, they, they, everything has a meaning for them, and, and that that song's no different. So. Um, you know, while, while people may not be super familiar with it, I definitely recommend like, listening to it, pull, pulling that album. You won't be disappointed because they take songs that are kind of in the back of your mind as, you know, you remember here or there and, and make it just in their own perfect special yeah. way, which is awesome. Frank. All right, let's bring it home. Uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a couple of good choices left on my list. Uh, you know, I, I had mentioned um you know red hot chili peppers on my list was another song uh but i in the interest of keeping it uh fresh and different bands and all of those fun things i'm going to go with van halen's you really got me and, and this is just you know one of those bands they took a song from like the 60s and you're like you know that you almost had no idea that it was from another another time but they took the song and just made it this like really like fast-paced fun song i, I remember hearing it in a commercial when i was a kid um and then listening to it, like you hear it on the radio or you hear Van Halen's one of those bands. When, whenever you hear them, it's unless it's like the the guy from Extreme Era, like it, it's fun songs. It's songs that like get you pumped up and want to like go do something or or, you know, put it on your run mix or, or your workout mix or, or you're like, I just I want to I want to I want to get pumped up before I go do something you would put on Van Halen. And this is one of those songs that that's no different. They, they took a song, sped it up, made it just like really energetic and getting and you know i i, you know, I kind of it's cheesy but you would say like yeah it really got me it really got me going and, and going crazy and going like fast-paced and ready to run mm-hmm. um because it, it's just such a van halen another one of those bands i think i think a common thread in a lot of the the bands that we've picked tonight are really talented individuals right like you can you can point to a particular person in, in each group uh whether it's a singer or or a musician behind it um they all are really talented and Van Halen is one of those bands that's just so talented that they could take a song and seamlessly make it uh, 10 times better by just realizing that it needed to be picked up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a good, that's a, that's, I, I didn't even think of that song, but it's um, yeah, it's a really good, really good cover. And I mean, I think it's, I think it kind of speaks JJ hit on it. Frank, you hit on it with a couple of the bands that we picked out. Like, really good solid musicians can can do thing can pull things off like that and then also like you could still hear like raging its machine picks songs based on like their 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 meanings and their whatever you know like their the kind of meaning behind it made it their own completely 
And then Van Halen, like you could almost hear, like you could still hear like bits of the music from that original song that they liked, that they like wanted to be like, we're, we're still going to speed this up and we're going to, it's going to be Van Halen. But like, I really like the harmonies and I really like, you know, that stuff from that, from that, that generation of music, even like if you think like hot, the teacher and stuff like that, it's all kind of got like a throwback vibe to it, but it's modernized, you know, it was eighties, but it was modernized for the eighties, but like you can hear the appreciation that they have for music in that like they didn't just grab some song they weren't handed some song by like a you know record executive and be like this will be a single like just cover this song it was like we we like these little things inside of the music and we're gonna keep those and then put like van halen on top of it and you could definitely hear it in that song and it's i mean van halen's just fun you know what i mean like you can't not listen to van halen and like just be like in a good mood (laughs) Or like having a good time. It just feels like a it feels like a party's gonna break out when Van Halen comes on. So good pick. Yeah, no, definitely agree with everything you guys say. I I honestly thought uh, that that was an original by them. So I've learned something. <laughs> uh, but definitely they they all their songs are always upbeat and like you said, Dylan, it's it's always like a party and you start hearing Van Halen. It's yeah. just you just want to get up and just start moving, right? And Frank, you said that too. You just want to get up, run or move or do something, do something active <laughs> when they're when they're playing. And I, I actually uh, was fortunate enough to see them live. So <laughs> um, definitely right. a interesting experience. Uh, because again, I think they're another band that can pull in multiple generations. Um, yeah different types of people uh to, to come check them out but uh so, solid pick frank to to finish it up um so just to recap if i got all the notes right uh with my picks i took sweet dreams zombie and man who sold the world dylan took smooth criminal uh love roller coaster and maggie's farm and then frank had take on me faith and you really got me so not those, bad not bad those are all picks now i i, I gotta ask um are there a couple on your guys honorable mentions you just want to kind of briefly mention? Yeah. Uh, so I mentioned the red hot chili pepper song, higher ground, man. Uh, originally done by Stevie wonder, but that, yeah. that song that the red hot chili peppers managed to take uh, Stevie wonder, who at the time was this fast paced, like bright song and somehow make it brighter and, and louder yeah. and a little bit more intense. Uh, you know, like Anybody who thinks about that song, I think immediately that comes to mind is like the flea bass line in the beginning, right? Like, yeah. and you're just like, God, that's good. <laughs> you know, like he somehow took a good bass line and made it great. Uh, that one, that one is, was, was probably the next one on my list and, and uh, would have been the pick. I had love for all closer not gone earlier. Yeah. I mean, the higher ground's a good one. I, I like higher ground too. Cause like, I, I, I remember seeing like, I like when you like see like the ch- like Chili Peppers covered it and like Stevie Wonder would come out and play it with them. So it's like it's kind of cool that like you've taken a song, especially by someone like a freaking legend like you know Stevie Wonder, and like he's like this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like like this is my song. Obviously, probably when he wrote it, he thought it was as good as it was gonna get, or else he would have made it better. You know what I mean, and he's like this is so cool. Like I I enjoy this song and I want to cover it and I want to play it like you guys play it. So that's that's a really cool thing. 
Um, honorable mentions. I, I mean, a couple I have, like, I think I got caught up in the whole like fun. So like my, my list kind of changed. <laughs> so I had some like darker stuff on there that I kind of died. <laughs> but, like, uh, hurt by nine inch nails. Just, I mean, yeah. a work of art. Um, yeah. another one was, uh, 99 red balloons. I didn't want to do with Goldfinger. I didn't want to do the <sighs> ska band, but it's there. Oh, that was, that was last, another good one. Uh, imagine by a perfect circle again very like very dark twist on it on the on the beatles uh, imagine um but very 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 well done if you're listening to this and you're like i've never heard any of those i suggest just going to check them out yeah yeah johnny cash playing hurt it's like you, you mentioned like when an artist appreciates somebody else doing it right like uh like Trent Reznor, like hearing that song going, yep, that's not my song anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's his song. You know, like uh, we're hearing people do those kind of songs. And you're like, damn, like that's, they've just changed the song and made it like, a, yeah, I feel it. <laughs> I have a feeling on it. And it's not like a happy feeling, but it, you know, you're like, you're excited by it. Or it's good feeling. Like, but it, you're like, damn, that, that just, that hit me in a different kind of way. You know, Wait, I what never, about you? I never knew it was a Nine Inch Nail song until I actually, we, we were doing this exercise. I started, you know, researching and looking up songs and i kept seeing johnny cash hurt i'm like i was like isn't that his song and then i'm like yeah. oh my god that's like crazy <laughs> you would think it's the other way around i still i know it and i still get it backwards yeah, yeah. It, it it that one blew my mind um one of them another one that kind of blew my mind um that i i picked all on the watchtower by Jimi hendrix yeah i i didn't know it again i thought it was from Jimi hendrix and i know dave matthews covered it later on um but I didn't know it was a Bob Dylan song. So yeah. Figure. Yeah. Um, and again, anytime you hear that song, what do you think of Forrest Gump? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, personal favorite of mine, turn the page uh, covered by Metallica. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And then the other one I had um, just cause I'm, uh, you know, I know he's controversial, but uh, I love uh, Eminem. I think he's a great lyricist, but sing for the moment. Um, cause I just love dream on. Yeah. And, oh yeah. 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 I wouldn't. Yeah. And I think he, uh, I think that version is pretty cool. So, yeah, I didn't think about that one. That's a good one. Those are all good ones. I, I think if anything, this is just going to make me like, you know, I, like I wish we owned the rights to music so we could play like snippets in between each yeah. one, right? <laughs> but like, um, like this is just going to make me go back and 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 just YouTube and Spotify the crap out of some cover songs because, yeah, um, that's what I found myself doing when I was like, hey, you know, do I really like this song? Like, let me play it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I like this song. Like this is good. So I, I you know, this, this this has been so fun for me, like going back and like songs from our childhood or teenage years, man. Like you, you think about you know us driving around in a car and like hearing these songs and going and going ballistic as a bunch of like invincible teenagers and <laughs> this was it a lot of these songs were it and why so it's just really cool man yeah and learning is i mean like again right off we sound like i said i'm gonna listen to maggie's farm because i had never heard that before uh or at least it's not coming to mind i mean i, I might recognize it once i hear it but uh just learning i mean this you know hearing these songs and, and learning and that's kind of another way you know a lot of times we always think, oh, we just have to listen to the radio to hear about songs. But, you know, when friends recommend these songs or name these songs, and that's how we kind of get into other, you know, songs or music or bands or what have you. So uh, definitely got to check out the ones that I haven't heard or at least don't recognize. Yeah, I think it's cool, too, because, like, as musicians, like, y'all, we, y'all start covering songs. Like, that's just, you know what I mean? So, like, when you hear these, yep. when you see these bands do it. I, like the musician and me and like remembering when we were in bands like 
I just like kind of feel like they have to be having so much fun doing this because it's like, it's almost like going back to like when maybe, the, you know, when they, when it wasn't their job to play music, you know what I mean? It was just like, they were in a garage or they were in a basement somewhere and they were just like, this song's so awesome. Let's like sit by the radio and like learn how to play it. And then like, you know, do it. Like, so it's kind of like going back to like when you first started being a musician uh, for these bands, I imagine. Um, to kind of like to kind of do this it's got to be a lot of fun to to be like wow i get to like shout out one of my artists or one of these songs i grew up listening Mm -hmm. to and i always played on my own and now like people want to see me do it like so it's kind of cool yep yeah absolutely i mean the songs we covered were always meant something to us right like yeah meaning the band you know like playing perfection through silence finch was like our favorite band at the time like it was like a Mm no-brainer um you know, doing 311, it was the band that we all bonded over. And, and, and a lot of us, that was a lot of our favorite bands. And how many times did we get every summer go to that concert, right? So mm-hmm. like we always pick these songs that that had some kind of like meaning or fun to us when yeah. we covered them. So uh, yeah, again, really, really cool, really cool thing, really cool exercise. And uh, thanks guys for, for, for drafting and, and not taking everything that I wanted. Off the <laughs> list. <laughs> Only a couple, <laughs> only a couple, but you know, uh, definitely uh, to me a really fun uh, a fun like a fun time here so yeah all right so again since we haven't done this in a long time and i totally forget where, where can people find the podcast at it, is it find, find us all everywhere i believe i'm you know spotify uh search draft eligible I, i'm fairly certain everywhere but itunes because you know apple doesn't pay us any money so apple's gotta gotta go <laughs> well, find, it, it goes in the it goes in the apple podcast then let's you know what never mind apple's That's number right. one <laughs> yeah spotify itunes all of those fun things wherever um, you consume your facebook yeah. <laughs> i mean let's face it honestly if you're fucking listening to this you already found it so yeah. <laughs> you know that's what i was thinking but i want to give everybody all the different them. avenues they can find us and at the uh, end of an hour where you've already found it yes so, congratulations. Um, Keep listening to us on that thing that you listened to us on yes but hope you hopefully you all enjoyed uh one last shameless plug find me on tiktok at radio slay if you guys have TikTok, oh. do at least a video a day. So come, come support me. Um, but otherwise, enjoyed this one. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. And guys, we'll do it again soon. Awesome. Thanks, right. everybody. Thanks. Thank you.